The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. to another episode of Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Today's guest hails from Australia and began his in-ring career in 2010. He's trained by Matt Sullivan and has worked for such promotions as Riot City Wrestling, Adelaide Championship Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Melbourne City Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, Battle Championship Wrestling, NWA, Limitless, and I could go on. My guest has held 11 different championships in his career so far, including the ACW Heavyweight Championship and the MCW World Heavyweight Championship. Shared the ring with the likes of Bronson Reed, Cracker Jack, Robbie Eagles, Los Angeles Dodgers Hall of Fame pitcher Sandy Koufax, Mike Burr, Matt Cross, Sammy Guevara, and again, I could go on. Recently, Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranked my next guest number 210 in their annual Top 500 list. So let's welcome today's guest, someone who's only a few billion wrestlers, and I'm not even a wrestler, ahead of me on the PWI 500. I give you Adam Brooksy Brooks. I'm good, brother. How are you? I am doing fine. I'm doing fine. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'm going to ask you some stupid questions first. Um, in my mind, they're just regular, but according to like my wife, they're stupid. Um, is that, has people been calling you Brooksy like your entire life? Has that been like your nickname? Really? No, man. No. So Brooksy only started when really when I started wrestling because, really? the, you know, the name Adam Brooks. Yeah. Um, and then the guy that trained me actually, um, buddy Matthews now, okay. he was calling me, you know, Brooksy. And at first I hated it. I, I <laughs> for some reason I just hated it. And now it's just stuck. Like when I, whenever I'm in like a locker room uh-huh. and someone says, Hey, Hey Adam, it, it just throws me off. Everyone. Oh, like really? Brooksy. Everything is Brooksy. Hey Brooksy. What's up Brooksy? How you going Brooksy? Da, 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 da. Did you ever tell your trainer at the time that you didn't like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. But and that that wasn't enough to stop it. No, it just and it just stuck. 
So and okay. now, now, now I love it. Like it's me. It's part of me. Like oh, that's that's Brooksy. So yeah. So when someone says that, they know exactly who everyone's talking about. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Here, this question's drastically uh, dumber. Is there any rivalry between? I've never been to Australia. Is there any rivalry between New Zealand and Australia? Um, I mean, me personally, no. Okay. I absolutely love New Zealand. It okay. is a beautiful country. But I guess there is a slight little bit of a rivalry. You know, cricket, there's a yeah. bit of a rivalry there. It's, oh. But it's nothing... It's nothing like intense hatred, none of that stuff. Like, is that like those disgusting New, New Zealanders? Like, it's nah, not like that. Nah, nah. <laughs> I think it's just a bit of a little bit of a, like a respectful sort of, you know, oh, yeah, we're over here, you're over there. Yeah, but, yeah, kind of in it together. But, um, dude, I love New Zealand. What's the, outside of New Zealand, what's the closest, like, country you could fly to? Well... That's a good question. I mean, I would assume New Zealand. Okay, yeah, New Zealand. I think when I flew to New Zealand, it was only like maybe six or four hours. Okay. Is that the shortest flight to to a country from Australia? Well, I've heard that Bali, Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Okay. That that's like a six hour flight from Western Australia. Okay. So I get, I'm in Adelaide. So what, maybe it would maybe work out to be maybe nine-ish hours. Okay. Um, and I D think Japan is, I think Japan's maybe like six hours from Australia, depending oh, okay. where you are in Australia. Had, had you, prior to like becoming a professional wrestler, had you left Australia much? Um, I'd, I'd only been to Bali with my family oh, okay. twice when I was like, I think 14, 15. Oh, okay. Cause I hate flying. So I don't think I would ever leave, you know, like Adelaide or anywhere that I lived in uh, Australia. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, all right, is there somewhere reasonable I could go if I live there in under six hours, that would be perfect. But like, I can't do to like fly to Hawaii and then Hawaii to like Los Angeles. All right, this is becoming all about me. I apologize. <laughs> okay, so um, so do you you live in Adelaide? Is that how it's pronounced? Yes. So uh, I was born and raised in Melbourne. Okay. And I've been based in Melbourne pretty much my whole life. In you know, besides traveling the world, you know, for wrestling and stuff. Sure, Melbourne sure. Was my home base. Okay. But then the whole COVID stuff has gotten just pretty crazy in Melbourne. Okay. Um. They seem to be on the back end of it at the moment. I, I pray. That. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I've been coming here to Adelaide since I was 19 to wrestle. So I've got oh. friends here. I love it here. The atmosphere here is very slow and chilled and relaxed. Yeah. It's not as crazy busy as Melbourne. So when the COVID stuff started getting bad in Melbourne, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I've got to get out of here. Yeah. I've, you know? Because gyms were closing. There was no wrestling happening in Melbourne. I was like, I can't do this. I've got to get out. So I just packed yeah. up my stuff and just drove to, uh, drove here to Adelaide. Um, Didn't have anywhere to I, live? at the Like, w when you left, did you have something lined up? Yeah. Thankfully, oh. I found a sweet 
I, I found this really great little unit, um, uh-huh. you know, on the beach, which is sick. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, I came here and did the two-week quarantine because we you still had to do the quarantining sure, and stuff. Sure, sure. And I've just, I've just been living pretty normally here. Adelaide's pretty normal. How far from Melbourne is it? Is it a drive? Yeah, it's an eight-hour drive. Okay, okay. So is all of your family in Melbourne, though? Yeah, I haven't seen my family since uh, I think around June. Oh, really? Which sucks, man, because yeah, <clears throat> there was a point where oh things are back to normal, you know, and then I was traveling a lot around Australia to wrestle, you know. Uh-huh. I was in, I was, I was getting the opportunity to go to Melbourne like twice a month to wrestle. So that's uh-huh. when I got to see my family. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it just the timing of this last one sucked. I mean, um, I became an uncle, and oh, wow. the day the day after my little nephew was born. Uh-huh. I quickly went to the hospital. I met him, hung out with him for about 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Then I quickly went to the show, wrestled, and then sh- stuff went to shit again. Borders were all closed. And oh, stuff. God. So, <laughs> I haven't seen my little nep- my new little nephew for like six months. So You have you, you had 20 minutes worth of, or 15 minutes worth of being with him? That, oh, God. Yeah, that's got to be so, so frustrating. Look, things, things are opening up. They are... Okay. South Australia or Adelaide, they're mm-hmm. opening their borders uh, in two days, actually. Oh, awesome. Um, obviously, you've got to be all jabbed up, all that vaccine stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll be, able to, I'll be able to go over there for Christmas. And then I've got a few bookings over in Melbourne coming up. Oh, so okay, perfect. I just pray that, that things are okay because... You know, we're seeing all this crazy stuff over the world. Oh, this, you know, 90% are all vaxxed up, but they're still getting locked down. And I'm just, I just, I don't want that here. I don't want that. I had to stop watching the news because it was just so like depressing and confusing. And like, I'm like, all right, listen, I'll wear a mask if I'm in a restaurant. You know, I'm vaccinated, but I don't care if I have to wear a mask and wear whatever, you know, like, um, did I... Did, when, when you were growing up in Melbourne, were you growing up in like the city or a surrounding area? No, I I was growing up in a little suburb. Uh, okay. In this, it's in the southeast suburbs of, of Melbourne. Uh, okay. It's called Dingley Village. Uh-huh. Um, and that always gets a nice little pop when, you know, from <laughs> Dingley Village. I make sure they yeah. say Dingley because uh-huh. it gets, you know, everyone smiles at the name. Totally. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's about 20 ish minute drive from the city. Uh, okay. This, I, I hate Melbourne city, man. It's, oh. it's, it's busy. Uh huh. It's Is big. it clean? Yeah, it's, it's clean. Yeah. Okay. Just, it's too busy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like, um, is it real like trafficy? Like, is it a pain in the ass to like go to the city and yeah. like, for the night for dinner or something? Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Looking for a park. So, yeah, yeah, totally. So <laughs> where you grew up, was it, could you get out into nature quickly? Like away yeah, from yeah. city life to like, all right, it's quiet. and Yeah, like the, the peninsula, uh-huh. you know, with the beaches and stuff. I don't know, maybe 40-ish minutes, you know, if you oh, want okay. to go to a nice, a nice quiet peninsula drive, you know, along uh-huh. the beach. 
Yeah. Did did you have a, did you have siblings? Yes, I have a younger sister. How 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 is the age difference? Uh oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two two years. Two years. She's she's younger. Yeah. Two years younger. Okay. Were those first two years the best two years of your life? Oh, see, I don't I don't remember any yeah. of that. <laughs> I had a guy. I had a guy claim that he remembers the day he was born. Now I only asked him as a joke, but uh, I don't think that's possible. No. According to science, I don't think that would, could ever happen. Okay, so um, did you ha have like your sister? Were your did and your mom and dad? Did you guys all like live together, or was like your parents? Yeah, oh, that all, all all together. Um, just wait, you know, just a normal. Well, I mean, it, it's hard to yeah. normal these days. But yeah, you uh, know, just all together. You no, know, like dad are working. What did they you know, do for a living? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, so my mom is just a receptionist. Okay. Um, and my dad is uh, a truck driver. Oh, really? And was he a truck driver while you were a little kid? No, he worked in the market garden. So I okay. guess. I guess in Australian terms, for you guys, he mm -hmm. he worked in a farm growing vegetables. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he, why did he get out of that business? He he wasn't enjoying it, and mm -hmm. he it was like the family business. Okay. For him, he was doing that since he was fourteen. So, <laughs> he oh went yeah, when yeah. Fourteen to go and grow vegetables in a a farm with my grandpa his dad yeah no um, days off i imagine sorry i imagine no days off like for that no. type of a farming job like you don't get veterans day off no, or like i remember growing up like we didn't get to spend a lot of time with my dad because uh -huh. he was always working and then when he got home we were in bed did you yeah. understand were you able to understand that as a kid like at that the time he had no. crazy hours no nah nah and now, now I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think it's awesome. Like, you know, I, I think I've sort of got my, my dad's work ethic a little bit. Oh, because, okay. Because every single time that I've, you know, quit jobs to go and travel mm -hmm. and wrestle and all this stuff, I'm mm -hmm. always able to find a job straight away, which is... Oh, that's great. It's pretty lucky, man. Yeah, well, it's probably not luck at this point, you know. Uh, maybe you're not giving yourself as much credit, but, like, if you're able to do that, it's not luck, you know. It's you. Um, well, I mean, I guess. I, I think it's just an attitude as well, you know. So your dad became a truck driver. So was he – how old were you during the, uh, that that period? When he became a truck driver? Oh, well, yeah. see, he's only doing the truck driver recently. So after the whole farm stuff, oh, he yeah. was um, – he had his own excavator business. You know what an excavator okay. yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. The big machines digging holes. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. He was doing that for a while as his own business, but then he mm -hmm. he got over that. Okay. Because, you know, running your own business, it's hard. Yeah, it, it sounds great. Like, oh, I have to work for anybody. But there's that yeah. level of responsibility and anxiety that comes with it. And the expenses of getting your machine fixed and, totally. and all of that stuff. So, like, my dad is in his late 50s now. 
And, oh. he, and he just got to a point where he was like, you know what, stuff, I just want to work for someone. Put me on uh -huh. the books on their wages. I'll rock up at this time. I'll knock off at this time. I get holiday pay, sick pay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what he does now, man, he loves it. He, Is he gone from... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's up, up at, at 2 a.m. And then when does he work till? So he's up at 2 a.m. Uh -huh. uh, I think he starts at about 3. So my dad likes to get up an hour early and mess around and coffee and wake up. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like <laughs> 7 in the morning. Uh, yeah, so I think he starts at about 3 o'clock and then he, he's usually home uh, about 12, 1 o'clock. Oh, so just so he's still your your parents are able to spend time with one another still like there's enough time for that. Oh yeah, yeah. And Jesus. you know my mum, my mum's been working from home for the past few months anyway because of the whole COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So like, um, my my dogs are loving it. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. They get so much attention as opposed to sleeping all day. And uh, was so does your dad? What time does your dad go to bed at now? He, 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 he tries his very best to be in bed by eight o'clock at night. Oh, jeez. Jeez, that's all? So he's working yeah. on five hours of sleep and driving all day long? Yeah, but, like, he, he loves but it. He, yeah, totally. You know, that, that's all that matters is as long as me dad's happy and. Yeah, totally. He's not doing anything that he's going to, you know, da too dangerous or anything. Yeah, power not to stressing him. about, you know, expenses of his own business. He just wakes up and, you know, he rides he, his little motorbike to work and he's, he's sweet. Oh, cool. That's that's <laughs> awesome. Okay, so when you were a kid, like, um, what were what were your interests? <clears throat> so when I was young, I loved uh, Australian rules football. Really? Have you ever seen Australian rules football? Yes. And it, it looks, see, that looks very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like really, like more so than maybe even pro football, you know, American football. Yeah. I love the Australian rules football. Um, Who I got you into that? I was a pretty good skateboarder for, for a while. Oh, wow. Um, but then, yeah, when I found wrestling, all that went out the window and oh, everything really? was just wrestling. So how old were you when, when, how old you, when like you first either heard of wrestling or saw wrestling? I was nine years old. Oh, okay. Do you remember it? Like it was yesterday? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, can I hear the circumstance? Of course. Yeah, man. So, uh, it was the year 2000. Um, and we were just hanging out in the street, just mm -hmm. hanging out with the neighbors, all this stuff. And one of the neighbors down the road, he goes, Hey, I've got this VHS tape. We call it a video over here. Yeah, yeah. Video, oh, got, totally. You know, we got this video. Um, It's wrestling. You know, I was watching it last night. It's really cool. And I'm thinking, what? What? What is this? <laughs> so we all go to his place and we, we, we sit down and watch it. And he was halfway through watching it, right? Mm -hmm. So he presses play and he starts, you know, starting off from where he was at. Yeah. And he was halfway through WrestleMania 2000. So WrestleMania 16. Totally. And the match that he was up to was that three-way ladder match with the Hardys, Dudleys, Edge, and Christian. Oh, wow. Perfect timing. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, what in the world is this? <laughs> you know? And I'm just mesmerized by just this, this 
this scene, you know, that, I, that I'm seeing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these guys are doing all this stuff and they're dressed a certain way and, oh, look, that guy just got thrown through a table and, oh, look, <laughs> that guy just flipped off a ladder. I'm like, what in the world is this? Yeah. And then just from there, man, it just grew. I was like, okay, so, oh, so this is, this is WWF. Uh -huh. Okay. And then, and then it just grows, you know, you go to your local video store and you oh, see okay. that there are wrestling videos. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. This one, Hulk Hogan, WCW. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. What's this one? Oh, who's this? The Rock. WWF, you know, and it just, it just grew from there. Wow. And it, it, the internet was around at the time, right? Did you have access to like the internet to like go to wrestling sites and stuff? Uh, at that time, I don't think I did. I mean, the internet may have been around, but I yeah, don't but recall it, having it in my household at that time. Yeah, I think 2000 still wasn't as like, <laughs> uh, you know, prevalent like now it is in everyone's house um, yeah, for man. most people. Um, so did your, did your parents, were they okay with you watching wrestling? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. And, and how did that present itself? Just because I was, I was doing the moves and stuff yeah, with my yeah. sister and, oh, you know, they're like against her will. I think, no, there was times where I was, you know, I was like, Hey, let me, let me try it. What, let me try this and, uh -huh. you know, and then jumping off the couch doing, you know, flips and elbows and, uh -huh. and all this. Oh, I saw this guy do this. I'm going to do it off the couch, you know. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, so your mom's worried you're going to kill yourself. Yeah, and, you know, they they viewed it uh, a certain way, you know. Oh, uh -huh. it's all nonsense. It's all silly. Sure, you know, sure. Whatever. Oh, it's made up. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, like, they know who's going to win, like... Like, yeah, that's like, so, there is no Santa Claus, you know, four-year-old boy. You know? Yeah, like, and then, you know, them seeing my uh, interest in, in football declining. Yeah, yeah. Being just completely obsessed with this wrestling stuff. Did they try know? and redirect you? Yeah, they did. They did. Because okay. I was, like, I was, a, I was a really good footballer. Like, I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. No, toot your own horn. If I... If I loved it so much, as much as I love wrestling, and I and I put everything into football, yeah, there's a chance that I could be playing, you know, Australian rules football on television, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, when they saw my interest in that decline uh -huh. and be more focused on this other stuff that they viewed as nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like you're joining the circus. You know, I'm sure it worried them and stuff. And then when I when I left. When I quit playing football mm -hmm. to go and train to be a wrestler, um, they were a little bit thrown off by that because, you know, all the other parents at the football club are like, you know, oh, he's so good. Why is he stopping football to go and yeah, wear spandex yeah. and learn how to do wrestling? Uh -huh. You know? So oh, wow. Did people you, did... viewed them negatively, I, mm -hmm. I assume. So... You know, there was a few years there where they were kind of just probably thinking, oh, it's just a phase. It's just a phase, you know. Yeah, hoping but, uh, that it's just now, a phase. Did now you... it's awesome. Like, they've completely come around to it. They're super supportive of oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you know. Did, 
and they come to your shows when you know you're in Melbourne and stuff. Uh, they don't. They don't come much. Every now okay. and then they might, but my mum still doesn't like watching me out there because she thinks I am getting hurt. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But every now and then, if I say, "Hey, you know, you might want to come check this one out," yeah, um, they'll they'll come. Has your and sister they, they, come? My sister's never seen me wrestle live. No. Why? I I just she's she's busy doing her thing oh, okay. in her life. You know, it's not. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's not she's because got a baby. she views it negatively. It's just she's, oh, okay. she's doing her thing. You know. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure, I'm sure she's seen clips and stuff on like yeah. my social media, but. It doesn't worry me. She's she's oh, doing her life, man. Yeah, That's totally, totally. She's not like she's not like a nine year old and like nah. you know you can you can watch TV later. It, it it in high school. Did you have like a plan for after high school? <coughs> Sorry, dude. When uh, when you were in like high school, did you have a plan for what you were gonna do when you graduated? Um, no, not really. I, I didn't graduate. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna ask you, were you a good student? <laughs> So, hon, no, so when, um, when did you stop going to school? I left <laughs> I left school when I was 15. Oh, which, okay. It's worked it's, out. I mean, I don't know. I would. I I mean, look, I'm still working on it to hopefully work out. But uh-huh. uh, I just, I view it. I guess you can blame my dad a little bit for this. Okay. Um, okay. Let's hear this. Because my dad, I, you know, my dad left school at 14 to work. Oh. Okay. You know? Yeah. And I was under the impression at the time that like, okay, well, why can't I leave school at the same time and then just find a job? You know, yeah. you've put a roof over my head. I'll just do the same. Uh, and, you know, I was young at the time and I hated yeah, yeah. school. I, I, I hated school. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I had friends and all that, but I just hated it. I thought it yeah, was the most yeah. pointless thing ever. Mm-hmm. I look back on it now and go, uh, anyone listening to this, stay in school. Stay you know, like, school. Totally. Learn, learn, <laughs> learn what you can, because later on in life, there's going to be times where you want you want to try something, but you can't do it because yeah, you yeah, learn it in school or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And were like all but your yeah. friends still in school at the time, and you just weren't. No, they were still in school. Yeah. Uh, so like you like during the day you have to wait till like three until they got out of school to hang out. No, so what I did, I uh, I left school at fifteen. Okay. Um. Your, did so your parents freak? Is, did your mom freak out at you about doing that? No, they were okay. extremely supportive because they oh, knew great. I hated it. Mm-hmm. But they were like, Adam, if you're going to leave school, we've got to find a path for you to try find a job. And I was like, sure, sweet, that's fine. I didn't know what I wanted to do as a job at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Like, Working in a fish and chip shop ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, no, <definitely. laughs> So, <laughs> um, I left school at fifteen, and then mm-hmm. I went to like this other. It's 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 called a TAFE. It's like a small little college, and I was able to do a course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a year course, oh, where wow. I would still do the basic maths and English and stuff, mm-hmm. but I also got to experience doing different trades. Oh, cool. Um, I got to experience bricklaying, carpentry, glazing, painting, plastering, cooking. I got to try all these different things Wow! because, you know, 
my mum was under the impression of, all right, let's let him try these trades. Whatever mm-hmm. one he wants, he, he enjoys the most. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll try get him to do some work experience there and then hopefully get an apprenticeship and then go from there. Sure. Yeah. So um, I, I, did, I did a glazing class, which is glass, you know, mm-hmm. windows, all that stuff. Sure. Walk fences, all, all that. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, so then I told my teachers, hey, I, I, I really like this glazing for work experience. Can I, can I go to a glazing company? Uh-huh. And then they, they sorted it out. I went to this, this glazing place and then I didn't leave. They, they put me on as an apprentice. Uh-huh. And yeah, four, four years of that. Um, it's just a shame how it turned out. You know, the first year, I was mm-hmm. working with this company that was so good. They were awesome, so respectful. All the guys were awesome. I loved it. Sure. And then, and I was super keen to learn, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then that unfortunately went out of business. And then I had to go to another company to finish my apprenticeship. And that place sucked. Oh, all, really? All the guys were just assholes. They Could you tell day best. one? Yeah, they thought they were the best glazers in the world. You know, they uh-huh. don't care. Just put the glass in the hole, man. Yeah, do it well if you want. <laughs> you know, you don't need to you hear know, about but, it. And, you know, they used to always sort of give me a bit of shit about wrestling. And I was like, and then, you know, my interest in that just, just went down. So I didn't really learn a lot. because, and, and I just started wrestling then as well. Uh-huh. So really, I only rocked up to work, get a bit of money. But there was times where I'd rock up on like a Thursday uh-huh. and I'd be like, yeah, I'm not coming in tomorrow. I'm driving to Adelaide to go wrestle. <laughs> and really, you can't, you're not really allowed to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're, but, you're saying, yeah, this is what's going to happen. You know, I didn't care because I was like, nah, stuff this. Wrestling is more important than this shit and dealing yeah, with it. Totally. So, did you, yeah, did you man, regret like, telling that to telling people you worked with that you were trained to be a pro wrestler? Like, did they make uh, you regret like that? That no, they give you shit about it? No, because I loved it. You want to give me, you want to give me shit about something that I love. Okay. You're, I think that you're a shit person. So I want yeah, to yeah. anything to do with you. How did you decide that you were going to find a trainer? Well, hold on, let me back up a second. Is wrestling yeah. popular in Australia? Not really. Okay. It's, like, so- it's, it's growing. Like I, okay. I, I want, I, I really want to say that it's slowly growing because there's okay. a lot of guys that are getting picked up and signed and international exposure, all that. I, yeah. I really do want to say that it's growing, mm-hmm. but ugh, I don't know. There's times where I, I think, oh yeah, we're, we're on the rise here, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's times where I'm like, it's just stagnant. And then I see newer stuff that's being produced and I go, this is just going to help put Australian oh, wrestling awesome. on the decline. It'll, it'll just, it's just going to ruin things. Oh God. So, so, so yeah. did you have like many options to choose from as far as a trainer? Uh, yeah. So I was, I was pretty lucky because one of my best friends, he tried wrestling training um, mm-hmm. and I mean, he was 14 at the time Oh, geez. and, you know, <laughs> getting thrown around a ring at 14, it's not good for your body when you're 
going through puberty. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. You know, so it took its, its toll on his body and he was like, I can't do this. But we used to mess around on the trampoline and stuff and mm. he saw just how much I loved it. And he was like, hey, why don't you try this? This is the wrestling school. You should you should go suss this out. Uh, so, I, yeah, so I did. And luckily it was only 20 minutes away from my house. Oh, that's awesome. Um, had, had you ever been in a wrestling ring before? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you had? Before that? Yeah, before, before you're, like, where you went to get, like, formally trained, had you been inside a ring? No. Never. No. Oh, okay. No. No. Neither, neither have I. I was so mesmerized it, by looking. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, as a, a big fan from nine years old on, um, was it, like, surreal, like, going through the ropes and then standing in the ring? Yeah. I, I remember, like, I went to a local show – and then I saw the ring sitting there and I was like, wow, like, that's cool, you know. Uh -huh. And then, yeah, the first time you, you climb into a ring, you, you get this, you just get this feeling like, whoa, like, you know, there's the ropes and oh, look, there's the turnbuckle and, oh, you know. This, this is my new office. This is what they get thrown on. Like, it, it, was, it was really cool, yeah. How was your body at the time? Like physically, like, did you think that, I mean, did you have any expectations what training was going to be like to, you know, gauge where you were physically? Um, Physically, I was fine because I'd been playing football. So I was in shape. I okay. was probably one of the only guys that went in there in shape. You know, oh, wow. I, I, I didn't have like a body or muscles or anything. Yeah, yeah. Cardio. But you had like stamina. Yeah. Hun, so there's got so there's guys who are in like in bad shape who come and start training. Oh, all the time. Well, what makes them think that that's a good way to start? You know, without like getting their going to the gym and trying to get a little toned or get some more cardio. You tell me. Oh, really? It's a it's a baffling question. <coughs> This is how I looked at it. So when I started okay. training, I was training for a while. And then unfortunately that wrestling school closed down. Okay. So um, I was, I was always under the impression that something will pop up in the future. So I stayed in shape for a few years, purely ready for a wrestling school to pop back up so uh -huh. I can be ready. Okay. And then at 18 years old, Boom, the school came back. Oh, I went wow. back. They remembered me. I was in shape, stamina-wise, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I was ready. And I just – I don't understand these kids today that, okay, I want to be a wrestler. Okay, mm. that's fantastic. Why uh, – I just don't understand why you would, you would arrive to a tryout or a training session or something yeah. – not in shape and not ready to go. When yeah, I it's like going to a job interview, like in ripped clothing and you know, like not, no preparation. Yeah, when, that's when crazy. See, yeah, man. When when I see people rock up like that, I know uh -huh. that they're only doing this to tell their friends, "Oh yeah, I'm a wrestler. I'm a wrestler." They they don't really care. Yeah, you know. Do they get single? I mean, does. Is it become pretty obvious that, you know, quickly that that's what 
you know, some of these people are in it for. Yeah. Like the trainers can like single those people out and know exactly. Absolutely. Jeez, that's, yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. It, oh, God. Um, yeah, it'd be like saying I'm a doctor, but like, I don't know how to do surgeries. I can prescribe you stuff, you know, like. Yeah, what? I, I, I don't get it. But did what was the most you know, difficult part of like your training? Like when you, you know, when, when the school opened up again? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, oh man, I guess just maybe just some of the cardio stuff. Cause they, they, mm -hmm. at times I would really push you, but everything else I feel I picked up quite naturally. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a somewhat athletic dude. Yeah. So, you know, all that stuff was, came pretty natural to me. Um, but maybe just the, yeah, just the cardio. Cause sometimes I would really, really kill you with that stuff. Yeah. Like they would just, cause I've seen like the, um, the stuff with, uh, Vern Gagne, you know, he makes, you know, the guys do 600 sit-ups, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's what I always imagine what training's like, where it's, people are throwing up and, does it ever get to that point? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, yeah, oh, wow. I mean, uh, but see, with I, I, I don't like to do the whole, you know, thousand squats and thousand yeah. push-ups. Let's get in the ring and see what you know, see what your cardio is like in the ring. Mm -hmm. You know, let's see. And what that's you where you get. Ring. And that's where you get your answer. Yeah, like, obviously, yeah. you know, if guys can get through you know, a little a certain amount of squats, push-ups and stuff. It's like, all right, cool. This guy's in shape that, you know, yeah. let's see what they can do in the ring stamina wise now, you know? How long from the day you first trained and got into the ring before you were up on a top rope? Like, was it oh, like okay. a week or two or up minutes? No, <clears throat> no, no. So um, I, I, I don't remember how long it took me, mm -hmm. but when I first started, and I feel that this is what all wrestling schools should do. Okay. Um, we weren't allowed in the ring. So where I started, there was like this weird little makeshift ring with no mm -hmm. ropes. or It was kind of just like plywood, you know, on the ground. And then there was like tires underneath it. And you so you could take bumps on it and stuff. Uh-huh. But. You know, you could do your rolls and you could bump and you could do all of that stuff. Uh -huh. And once they thought that you had, uh, you know, perfected those skills, they yeah. would then allow you into the ring. Wow. And That's pretty unique. I, 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 I really, really like that because uh -huh. I feel that, okay, you want to you be a wrestler? You want to get into that wrestling ring? All right, uh -huh. prove it to me. Make sure everything that you do is crisp and you can perfect it before mm -hmm. we allow you to get in this ring and now take moves and run the ropes and take a slam or whatever. Yeah, 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 sure. You know, I hate, I hate how it's like, yep, all right, I'm going to try it to be a wrestler. Oh, yep, sweet, come on in the ring. Because the first time you get in a ring, you get that feeling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the little kid in you. You know, and, and you know, another thing I hate is when, like, you know, promoters will be like, yes, come in the ring and get a photo with the wrestler. You know, I, I don't like that. 
purely because <laughs> I remember just how magical that feeling was when I first got to get in the ring, and I I felt that I earned it. You know, uh-huh. totally. No, that makes perfect sense. Did do you have to go to like your trainer and say I'm ready for my first match, or is it like you don't say anything and they tell you? They tell me. Is that like the etiquette though? Like you just listen, and when they tell you you're ready, be ready. Yeah, that. that was, yeah, that's. There's did you think you were ready? Hey. Did you think you were ready earlier than when they came to and said you're ready to have your first match? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Was that frustrating? No. No. And no, do you re- just a respect thing? Yeah, and you were just patient and just following like the traditions. Do you, yep. do you remember the, your first match? Yep. And have you watched it again? I unfortunately have never been able to watch my first match. I've seen like highlights of it, uh-huh. but I, I, <laughs> I didn't get to the first one. I got to see my second one though. Oh, okay, okay, that's pretty good. Do, like when you have your first and your second match, what's your move set like at that time? Is it like pretty limited? Uh, yeah, it, I guess you you could say it was pretty limited, and then you just. The, the moves you do, I guess, I don't know, are moves that you, you, you've you wanted to do for years and then you try them at okay. training and be like, okay, I might I might put this into my repertoire of moves or whatever, uh-huh. you know? Is there any, like, etiquette, like, oh, so-and-so is doing this move or so-and-so did that move, you know, in their career? Like, or that doesn't matter. You just do whatever you feel like. Um, th- I mean, sometimes there are, but, like, if if like if a young kid comes in and has his first match, he may not know that okay, this person does this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it's probably smart for maybe the veteran guy to be like, mm-hmm. hey man, this is my finish. You know, I've done this finish for t- ten years or so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't do that, you know. Do you consider yourself a veteran at this point? Yeah, I've, well, I've been doing it 11 years, almost yeah, 12, years, yeah. 12 years in February. So I would so say you, so. <laughs> so do you give, like, younger guys, like, advice and kind of take them under uh, your wing or point out things that they're not doing right? I don't go out of my way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't strut around the locker room and be like, you should do that, you should do that, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. If someone comes to me and asks me their thoughts, absolutely. I'll do it. Uh-huh. But then if there's a, usually there's a, there's a, there's a group of guys or certain people that, you know, they love wrestling mm-hmm. and they want to get to a level that, you know, you may be at, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I try to watch as much of their stuff and then give them advice or even oh, okay. if it's just like my, my close group of friends, mm-hmm. we all give each other advice, you know, but yeah, I don't, I don't strut around the locker room saying, do this, do that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, you know, after your first couple of matches and stuff, is it, f- like, are you having, like, a ton of fun up to that point? Yeah, I was loving it. Because I was I was lucky enough to be getting booked into state um, pretty mm-hmm. early. So I was traveling yeah. here to Adelaide a lot. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, you and, know, maybe once 
at the time, maybe once a month, you know? Okay. And so when did, what made you say, I'm going to go to the United States? So uh, I was seeing some of the success of other Aussies, you know, Mm -hmm. doing some stuff internationally. Sure. Um, And then my best friend, he got signed by WWE. So I was like, all right, I, uh, I guess I, I want to give this a bit of a crack now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the first time I went overseas for anything wrestling related, I was 21 years old and I went to Philadelphia to attend an ROH uh, tryout seminar camp. And that was in okay. April of 2013. Okay. And was that a culture shock? A little bit. Okay. Because it was the it, first time I'd traveled anywhere overseas by myself, you know. Um, and, so a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and did like, um, did you understand the, how uh, big the independent scene was? Like from when you were At the uh, time, in Australia? No, not, not really. No. Okay. Not really. Was, could you tell kind of right away the difference between the way wrestling's thought about in the U S versus Australia. Honestly, at the time, not really. Okay. It's just like, okay, these guys, they wrestle on local show, uh, like, yeah, local shows like me. Mm -hmm. They're trying Mm -hmm. to get an opportunity here at this bigger independent at the time. Yeah. Uh, Um, and I don't, I, you know, the only indie stuff I'd sort of started getting into was ROH. And that's mm-hmm. why I went to that school because I was like, oh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys that I'm a fan of that have come through here. I'm going to, I'm going to try and see what it's like yeah. here and get my foot in the door here. And, and what do they put you through? Is it a one day thing? No, it was a two day thing. So, okay. Um, I think the first day is pretty much just basic stuff in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then the second day they get you to cut a promo in front of, uh, at the time it was Kevin Kelly. Okay. And then they finished, they finished the two days off with matches. You just do a match for them. Okay. And did they pair you up with somebody? Yeah. Okay. And was that like nerve wracking? Yeah. Really nerve wracking. Cause you know, you, you, you're, performing a match in front of guys like Jay Lethal and Delirious yeah. and, you know, Kevin Kelly and uh-huh. these, these higher ups at ROH. So yeah, it was, it was really nerve wracking, but it was good that I did something like that so early in my career so that I was, I guess, ready to do it again in front of, you know, WWE type people. At, at that point, when you're in Philadelphia, paying dues, did you feel like you had like paid your dues like when you you know first got here to the United States in Philadelphia? Uh, not, not yet, because I'd only been wrestling for three years at that time. Uh-huh. And, oh, okay. Could you, and are the, do you find the fans are different? From Australia versus here and the way they react to stuff in wrestling? I think crowds are different everywhere you go, but 
mm-hmm. there's certain crowds that like this style of wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's this crowd that may like that kind of wrestling, you know, like you go to Mexico, mm-hmm. they just want to see athletic flips and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, you go to like a PWG, they just want to see it. <laughs> I think we have a, a little f- freezing in your end. A little technical difficulty. You're all frozen up. Oh, can you hear me? We we cool. I'm ready. Yeah, we're cool. It it froze and I couldn't hear anything. Oh, that's but good. I, yeah, um, we're good. Where were we? We were talking to you know the um, you know the the difference in the fans versus you know Ring of Honor and stuff in Philadelphia versus where you're oh, in yeah, Australia. Yeah. yeah, I just um, I think it's different everywhere. And it's the mm-hmm. same here in Australia. They, you know, certain crowds like this, certain crowds like that. You know, it's, I think it's a worldwide thing. So you learn how to cater to the audience just from experience? Uh, yeah, experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In your training uh, prior uh, to coming to the United States, was were promos a part of training? I never did a promo class really um ever in front of a mirror yeah it was i, I mean i i i did them myself mm-hmm. but because i i would watch guys like you know sam punk and stuff and be like oh man he talks really cool like yeah i yeah. want to sort of be like that so i would do promos like in the mirror or in the shower or driving mm-hmm. along in my car just stuff like that but yeah. yeah, when I started training, I never did a class where we sat there and got in the ring and cut promos. They do it a lot now, though, which I think yeah, is great yeah. that you do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, Would it have helped you any? Or I, was, like, I guess I was... Sorry, dude? Is it, like, Would it have helped you any or it just wouldn't have helped? Like You, you were going to do how you wanted to do it? I mean, look, it may have helped, but I've always been pretty confident talking in front of crowds anyway. Mm. So I was always pretty comfortable, you know, talking in front of people. It was just, yeah, yeah. Now I've got to, now I've got to ha- you know, okay, how can I, how can I do it like I see these people on is, TV do it, you know? Is the biggest hang up? Um, for people, uh, not be, um, huh, trying to figure out how to express that, um, uh, whatever, it, it, it probably wasn't an important uh, part of the question. Um, so you've held like a ton of championships, obviously, as you know, did you ever like, um, go out to like the movies wearing like your belt or go to dinner wearing your belt or walk around the house wearing it? Did you ever, have you ever used wrestling to impress like a lady?
Uh, no, but it's okay. a good conversation starter. Yes, I bet that would, that would be amazing. Um, yeah. And have you ever taken someone that you're dating to one of your shows? Uh, yes. Oh, nice. But Are you... I don't advise it. Really? Why? Because you you don't you don't bring your bird to the shows because then she sees the guys that have better bodies and stuff and then she gets mesmerized. Oh, oh, okay. There's, it's for your been, own safety. It, it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened to me personally, but there's been situations where God shows and then next minute, oh, she's hooking up with that wrestler. Oh, that jeez. <laughs> so. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I was lucky that. Yeah, I I've been lucky that uh, uh I dated a girl who was in the business, mm -hmm. which I don't suggest. But okay, that's you know, we're cool now. We're we're super friendly now. We're fine. Uh -huh. And uh, I dated a wrestler's sister, so that's a little oh my bit God. different because that because that girl was coming to watch her sister anyway so yeah it's yeah, a little yeah. bit different but that's a different that's a difficult scenario to uh navigate through a, a, another wrestler yeah. sister i imagine <laughs> do you ever get uh, uh no it was cool it was it was fine because oh okay the rest the, the the girl's very respectful of me and i'm respectful of her and so it's totally oh, okay. fine that's great um do you ever get, uh, or like prior to like the pandemic and, you know, now it's probably, you know, a reduced work schedule. You ever get like worn out and like take a break or can you not? I mean, sometimes, mm -hmm. but then I always think, no, I want to be on one of these crazy schedules, uh -huh. you know. That like these every guys weekend? Oh, every weekend is fine by me. I, I love doing it every weekend. I remember yeah. I remember I, when I was in America last, I think I did a couple of weekends where I was on the road Thursday through Sunday. Oh, you know? wow. Uh -huh. And I loved it. But then there was times where I was like, man, geez, I haven't had time to go to the gym because I've been on a plane going to this show and stuff like that. But that that's part of the business. If you love this mm -hmm. and you want to get as far as you possibly can and make as much money as you can, you need to do those things. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing all that stuff. And then I'm thinking this is nothing compared, you know, to my mate who's in WWE. He's flying over to Saudi Arabia. Right yeah, now. Totally. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm getting messages. Oh, I'm, we're being held hostage. What? <laughs> really? You know, like, so there's the black bags the over everyone's head. What was that? <laughs> the busier, the better. I, I love yeah. busy. Is it, is it stressful? Like trying to keep your schedule up, like getting booked and filling dates? Uh, at the moment. No, thankfully, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, it, I mean, during COVID it's, it sucked. Yeah. Cause yeah, you can't yeah. really travel, mm -hmm. but, uh, now that things are slowly opening up, like I'm super excited just to see the calendar filling up and, oh, sweet. I can go to Melbourne here, back here. Oh, yeah. Then I'm going to Melbourne. Sweet. You know, Sydney, 
next next weekend I get to go to Queensland, then the next night I get to go to Sydney. Like, uh-huh. do, do I'm, these, I'm looking forward to it, man. Do the promotions come to you, or do you have to go, you know, to them to say, no, can they, I be on the show Saturday night? Or no, now now they come to me. But at, at first, yeah. yes, you've got to reach out to promoters and stuff. But now that I've you know traveled and yeah, made yeah, a name, I suppose. For sure. Yeah, you did. Uh, they they come to me. Do you do you watch wrestling anymore, or can you watch wrestling as like a fan anymore? Yeah, I uh, I mean, as a I, I as a fan, yeah, but more uh-huh. so because I'm in the I'm in the business now. I try to watch it and sort of study it, but at times I I do try to lose myself and still be a bit of a fan. I try. Okay. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. But I try. Um and. What was it? So you don't have a a shoot job right now, right? Well, yes. During COVID, I've had to. Do they know you're a pro wrestler? Yes. Okay. Okay. Was and is it? They're they're very respectful of that, and Mm -hmm. you know, when I need time off to go wrestle, they're like, "Go, it's all that's cool." Let me ask you a question. You might not be able to answer this one, honestly. Um, if it came down to it, is there anyone in your in, that you work with, um, you know, during the day that could take you down? As in, like, like you know, like like your your coworkers, not not wrestling. Coworkers, take, like, take you know, me do, down. Yeah, as in what? Put me down. Like if you guys, if, if you guys have been drinking a lot, there's a maybe a little fight. Is there anyone that you're intimidated by? Oh, I'm not intimidated by nobody, but I'm, you know, there's some bigger, bigger, bulky guys there. I'm sure they could take me down. Yeah. Okay. 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 But you can take everyone down as well. Like, not a problem. Probably not because I'm a bit of a smaller guy, but. You're not giving yourself enough credit. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, all right, Adam, thank you so much. Can I, before I let you go, and you can go and enjoy your day, not that you needed my permission, can I ask you five uh, non-wrestling-related yes or no questions? Let's do it. And you don't, that's, you that's don't have to... fun questions, man. Yes, yes. Um, okay. <laughs> Do you consider someone to be a model if they've never been paid to do a modeling job? No. Okay. Um, have you ever met a dog that makes more money than you? A dog? A dog. No. Let me tell you a quick story. There's a dog. He's probably dead at this point, but he um, was left a lot of money. And like I saw like a documentary on him one time. He's a German Shepherd. And like he had like a little butler who would walk him, but he had this giant mansion all to himself. And he got in a bidding war. He tried buying Sylvester Stallone's home in, in Florida and got into a bidding war and didn't end up getting it. I imagine the dog's dead, but he had millions and millions of dollars left to him. Just yeah. a little story. Just Okay, let's get back to it. $1.1 million or whatever the equivalent is. Um, would you pretend for a year you can't tell anyone that you were blind? 
One, now, one million dollars. No. Okay. Very honest. Um, moving yeah. on. Can you vomit on command? <laughs> As uh, I mean, I'm sure if I did the whole put me hands down my throat, I probably could. Yeah, I would consider that uh, on command. If that just you, someone tells you got to throw up, do what you have to do. Okay. So I'm going to uh, take that as a yes. Maybe I, I guess, I guess, I guess if I was able to do that trick, maybe I don't know. I've never, I've never really tried it. All right. Well, we'll have to explore that uh, down the road one day. Uh, last question: Are you against an animal being voted into a political position? Um. I don't think it makes much sense because the animal can't talk and make decisions. So you heard it here first, folks. Adam Brooks is against animals uh, having the same equal rights as we do. I just want to get that out there. You don't. He doesn't believe that they can run for political office. You said it, <laughs> but Wait. I'm just. I'm just the joking. Animal. There's no animals listening to this. There's, you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't See, think that I, was insulting. I would, I would much rather be an animal that's treated nicely with love and care because animals don't have to work. They can just hang yeah, out. Yeah, that's and true. Eat and, that'd well, be you, sick. Now you're, te now you're teaching me. Uh, so it's, thank you. Um, Adam, what is going on in the next, through the end of the year? Are you, do you have stuff booked already? Ready to go? I'm ready to roll. Next weekend, Queensland, New South Wales, and then uh -huh. the uh, December 11th and December 19th, I'll be in Melbourne for Melbourne City Wrestling, which I'm oh, the champion cool. at. Yes. Um, I can't wait to get back there because obviously the lockdowns and the COVID and yeah, yeah, they haven't been able to run as scheduled. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What about next Christmas? Year, like, no, do you get no to be with family? But you, can you, like, go oh, to I Melbourne? <coughs> yeah, so uh, I'll be – I'm booked at uh, Melbourne City Wrestling on December 19th, and mm -hmm. then I'll just be – I'll just be staying in Melbourne, you know, oh, for a awesome. few weeks after that for Christmas. Oh, nice. So it's like a little family. holiday? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Good for you. Um, yeah. All right. This is the time where I say thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I had a ton of fun and I was looking forward to this like since I woke up this morning. Well, it's been actually like a week. I've been looking forward to it. But um, <laughs> stay healthy and safe. And um, thank you again. And I look forward to maybe talking to you again in the future. Thank you, man. Dude, if you're ever at any local shows over in Chicago, man, come come say good day. I uh I, I'm hoping I can get back to AAW in Chicago soon. Yes. I, I loved wrestling there. If All right. There, come and say good day. A hundred percent. I'll keep an eye on, on that for sure. All right, cool. Um, all right, Adam, you go have a great Sunday and uh, we'll talk again. Thank you, dude. Take care. My pleasure.